Do you feel stuck and repeat? Are you in a loop of missed opportunities, unmet goals, feeling stagnancy in your personal growth and a nagging sense of underachievement? I know you want more. That's why I'm inviting you to join our year in review private audio course, Pivot for More in 2024. Break free, design and live a life where you are winning at work and at home. You'll learn to celebrate your wins, learn from the losses, realign your life's goals with your true potential, and reignite your journey with a clear, powerful plan. Act now. Text PIVOT to 1-804-913-2579. Make 2024 the year of no regrets. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. Welcome to Engineer Your Success, where we explore the insights and strategies that empower you to lead with confidence, clarity, and a sense of purpose. I am your host and guide, Dr. James Bryan, and I want to welcome you to today's show. I hope that you are having a great week this week. Listen, in today's fast-paced world, the lines between leading effectively and personal well-being are increasingly blurred. As we strive to make a mark in our professional lives, we often overlook one critical element that sits at the core of all sustained success. And no matter what way you think about it, no matter what way you think about it, if you look at any success that you've had in life, yes, you've been helped by others. Yes, there are other things that may have contributed to your success, but you could not have success without you. And this episode is not so much about what you're striving to do, but it is just a recognition that you bring yourself to your success. And the one key thing that is there every time you succeed is your presence. And that presence is there every time that you fail as well. Now, presence shows up in a lot of different ways. So have you ever paused to reflect on how your mental state influences your leadership capabilities? Perhaps the concept that we're going to talk about today, mindfulness, has felt peripheral or inconsequential to your leadership philosophy. But what if embracing mindfulness could unlock levels of focus, empathy, and resilience within you that before seemed beyond reach. Well, in today's episodes, we're going to be peeling back the layers of leading with presence and tapping into the transformative power of mindfulness throughout your leadership journey. When the term mindfulness emerges, it can be tempting to dismiss it as transitory trend or, you know, I too once stood where you might be standing. And that's this, viewing mindfulness with skepticism or underestimating its potential advantages. However, the influence it holds over leadership is profound. If if you stop to think that your thoughts 
lead to actions and your actions lead to results, why wouldn't you want to ingrain or, or have activities that will help you be a better thinker that will help you be a better leader? So I, I want you to reflect on the leaders that you hold in high regard. Think about their composure, their clarity of purpose, their adeptness at navigating uh, adversity. These are often some of the fruits of mindfulness, a practice that enables individuals to effectively lead by being fully engaged, whether that be in the boardroom or in day-to-day encounters in the living room or around the kitchen table. And here's where we get some questions, but what do you mean by mindfulness? Well, mindfulness entails a complete non-judgmental awareness of the present. Embracing our thoughts, feelings, and bodily sensations with openness and acceptance is not about being void of thought. It's about being fully immersed in the now. So why is this pivotal for leaders? Why are you listening? Why is this pivotal for you? Envision steering your team while being distracted with distractions and tension. Your mind is not there. You're somewhere else. It's not only ineffective in terms of your leadership or effect even in that meeting, but the trajectory that it points towards is burnout because you'll be worrying about or thinking about those other things while you're here. And it's just not a good way to be when your attention is fragmented. The quality of your interactions degrade. And what's the cost? In the boardroom, it might mean a missed opportunity. Hey, in the living room, Moments with loved ones can depreciate and that can open up to other arguments and missed opportunities just to cherish the people that are closest to you. So mindfulness paves the way for an alternative route, one that is intentional and action focused in understanding its empathetic leadership. It propels you into harmony with your inner self and it broadens your sensitivity to the needs of those that you lead to the needs of those that are around you. Because of the practice of mindfulness, it directly influences your efficiency, your satisfaction across every aspect of your life. So in an era where information deluge and incessant demands can escalate stress, diminish productivity and degrade our quality of life, mindfulness can be your compass, guiding you toward clearer thinking, refined decision-making, It also will equip you with the tools to enhance resilience, empathy, and influence, positioning you to excel anywhere within your organization's hierarchy. It can help you excel and be one of the tools that you use to win at work and at home. Mindfulness and leadership extends beyond silent reflection. It cultivates an attentive state that redefines your approach to decision-making. So picture yourself in a pivotal dialogue or meeting where the stakes are high and every decision reverberates. With mindfulness, you navigate this terrain with acute sensitivity to the conversational uh, subtleties, the team dynamics, and your own reaction, steering your actions from a place of calculated intention rather than unchecked impulse. I can remember being in a meeting and someone made a provocative statement. And so I I was not part of that direct conversation, but as someone that was looking from the outside in, I could sense that the person was trying to get a reaction to that statement. 
And guess what? That leader fell into the trap. The leader did react to it and it really threw the meeting off track. And so after the meeting, the manager approached me and asked me what my thoughts were and what they could have done better. And what I told them is listen, adapt, respond, but don't react. And what I meant is that when we respond rather than react, we got our decisions based on long-term outcomes, tailoring our communication to fit our desired trajectory. And another way that we can look at respond is R would be reflect before acting. E, establish clear goals for the conversation. S, speak purposefully. P, practice patience. O, observe carefully. N, navigate letting your values lead the way. And D, deliberately take action. So we come right back to being intentional. So mindfulness roots us in the present and heightens our awareness, revolutionizing not only how we communicate, but fundamentally how we lead. To, to better grasp some of the benefits of mindfulness and its relevance to leadership, let's just think about some of the some tangible practices and techniques. And so these methodologies aren't arcane knowledge. They don't require mastery to witness their transformative impact, but consider them as practical tools for diminishing stress and embracing calm amidst chaos. They're the keystones of, of leadership style that's marked by responsiveness, thoughtfulness, and profound connection. So as we explore these techniques, listen, the, the, the purpose of this segment is not to overwhelm you, right? But these things are to be integrated naturally and gradually into your routine. Select practices that resonate with you, iterate, uh, solidify them through consistent application. And so this passage towards mindfulness in your leadership is a marathon of small deliberate step. Let's focus on practical mindfulness techniques that you as a leader can adopt to enhance your effectiveness and well-being. I would place these into two broad categories, those that have a long-term impact and those techniques that you are using in the heat of the moment. Long-term techniques would be things like meditation. So meditation is the practice of focusing your mind, usually on your breath or a specific thought to achieve mental clarity and emotional calm. So how do you implement a meditation practice? I would say start with just five minutes a day. You could do three minutes a day. Find a quiet space, sit comfortably, and focus on your breath. When your mind wanders, gently bring your attention back to your breath. And with everything that we talk about, consistency is key. Another technique is called reflective journaling. Reflective journaling involves writing down your thoughts, feelings, and experiences to gain insights and clarity. So how do you implement this? Well, you set aside a few minutes each day to write in a journal or in your phone, reflect on your day, how you felt what you learn, and what you could improve. It's a space for honest self-reflection. And it's a time where you can actually think of it from the standpoint of being who you truly are, not just who you project to be. So then there's some of the in-the-moment strategies. One thing that you could do is just develop mindful listening. So what is that? Mindful listening is fully focusing on the speaker 
understanding their message and responding thoughtfully. So if you want to implement this in your next conversation, focus solely on the other person. Notice their words, tone, and body language before responding. Take a breath to ensure that your reply is thoughtful and considerate. Another technique that you can use is intentional pausing. So that's when you're taking that brief moment to center yourself before reacting or moving on to the next task. It's very similar to the advice that I gave to the leader that got roused in that conversation. You want to be able to listen, adapt so that you can respond and not react. It's taking that moment in having that trigger or whatever that trigger is to remind you of that mindfulness practice. So it could be before entering a meeting or starting a new task. You can take three deep breaths to ground yourself, to remind yourself of your purpose and what you wish to accomplish. Many of these things are all about setting your intention and putting your body and your mind in the place where you can pursue that intention. And then another one is conscious breathing. So that's focusing on your breath to anchor yourself in this present moment. So when you feel overwhelmed or distracted, pause and take five deep breaths, slow breaths. Concentrate on the feeling of the air moving in and out of your body to bring your focus back to the present. And the last in the moment, a technique that we'll talk about is just a reaction check. A reaction check is a quick assessment of your emotional state before you respond to a situation. When you feel a strong emotion rising, take a moment to acknowledge that emotion. This is not about burying the emotion, but you do want to acknowledge that emotion and ask yourself, why are you feeling this way? And whether your initial reaction will help or hinder the situation? Will that reaction get you closer toward your goal or where you want to go? Then you have the ability to choose a more thoughtful response. Integrating these mindfulness techniques into your leadership style does not have to be overwhelming. Start small, choose one or two that resonate with you. And if these didn't resonate with you, you could possibly do a search on chat GPT for mindfulness techniques. It's not about these techniques, but it's about the process of being mindful in with your intention. So over time, what you'll notice is there'll be a shift in your focus, reactivity, and your overall well-being. Remember the journey to mindful leadership is a marathon, not a sprint. So you want to take one step at a time. These are only a few of those mindfulness techniques. And I'm sure, as I mentioned before, you can grab a long list of techniques if you were to ask ChatGPT. Um, I do want to mention some of the common challenges. So as we navigate this path toward integrating mindfulness into leadership, it's important to acknowledge and address some common challenges that you might face along the way. So let's discuss these hurdles and explore some practical ways that we can actually overcome them. I would say challenge number one is this one I hear a lot is finding time. So one of the most common challenges is the perception of not having enough time with the busy schedule. Finding a moment for mindfulness might seem absolutely impossible. 
So how do you overcome the challenge? Just remember this. Remember, mindfulness does not require hours of your day. It can be as simple as taking a few deep breaths before a meeting or practicing mindful listening during a conversation. Start small with one or two minutes a day and gradually increase as you become more comfortable. It's about the quality of the practices that you're instituting, not necessarily the quantity. I have private clients who have started their mindfulness practice with as little as one minute. But the goal here is to start, to test, to see what works best for you, and then to build there. Challenge number two kind of falls right along with one. One is I don't have time. Well, if you don't have time, it's difficult for you to then maintain consistency. So starting a mindfulness practice can be easy, but maintaining it consistently can be challenging, especially if you don't see the immediate results. It took a lifetime for you to think and respond and be the way that you are. So please do not give up on consistency because the first week or the first day when you start a meditation practice or you start being intentionally mindful is not working the way that you thought it would work. I would say to overcome this challenge, you want to set realistic expectations and be patient with yourself. Mindfulness is a skill that is developed over time. We've talked about in past podcasts that there's a difference between trying and training. Where trying is, I'm going to try mindfulness. You might do it. It might work. It might not. Training has a little bit more rigor and you're actually doing some level of measurement, both on your inputs and the outcomes in terms of how you're feeling after that mindfulness. So you can train yourself to increase your ability to be consistent in this area. You could consider incorporating mindfulness into an existing habit, like taking a moment for a deep breath every time you have a cup of coffee. And if you're like me, you drink a lot of coffee. That's a lot of deep breaths that you can do. And if you miss a day, don't get discouraged. Guess what you can do? Start again. Facing these challenges is a natural part of the journey. Overcoming them isn't about perfection. It's about persistence and the willingness to integrate mindfulness into your daily routine. As you continue to practice, you'll find that what once seemed challenging becomes a value part of your day, enhancing your leadership and It will also enhance your life. Incorporating mindfulness into your daily routine will impact your leadership. It will help you lead not just with your mind, but with your heart, creating a a leadership presence that's authentic, resilient, and genuinely connected to those that you lead. You will be fully embodying the five B's of effective leadership. Be real. Be whole be open, be curious, and being present. So as we close out today's episode, here's my challenge for you. I want you to start small. Embrace one technique, perhaps a minute of concentrated breathing or mindful listening, and observe the subtle shifts in your thought process, your interactions, and your leadership. Remember, even the smallest step on this journey can lead to meaningful transformation. Here are some key takeaways. 
Mindfulness enhances leadership. So mindfulness is a crucial tool that can improve your leadership by fostering focus, empathy, and resilience, enabling you to lead effectively with full engagement. Key takeaway number two, practice mindfulness regularly. Integrating mindfulness into your leadership toolkit can be as simple as starting with basic techniques like meditation, reflective journaling, or conscious breathing. And it's not overwhelming to begin. You want to start to overcome some of the challenges. One, recognize that there are challenges and find a time in maintaining consistency. But these things can be overcome with some of the other things that we've talked about in terms of starting small and integrating mindfulness into existing habits. Start exploring these concepts and implement them in your journey towards a more present and effective leadership style. If you found this episode of interest, you might find a few past episodes of interest as well. Episode 125, three tools to help unlock the transformative power of self-awareness. Then there's episode 128, how to challenge the hidden beliefs to become a better leader. And episode 121 is transform your leadership skills using the four B's framework. Now we've added the fifth B to that, and that is to be present. So next week's episode is going to be five proven strategies to supercharge productivity and beat burnout. I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. It's been a great conversation. Be sure to reach out on social media or to use the link in the show notes if you have any questions or other episodes, titles, or topics that you would like for us to talk about. I really love hearing from you. I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode, and that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and there is a select group of people that follow through, do it, and live the life of their dreams. It is my desire for you to be part of that select few. Be great this week. This is Dr. James Bryant, your guide for winning at work and at home. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.